I mean, everyone hates failure. Everyone hates failing. I hate failing. But failing is good. You need to fail. So here's an episode on failure. This is a show about jewelry. Why we wear it, why it matters, how it's made, and what it means. I'm Alex D, and I turn cannabis into gold. I make mind-blowing jewelry in gold, silver, and platinum from cannabis plants here in Canada for stage, screen, for people who want to rock crazy jewelry. I'm the Cannabis Goldsmith. Last week, when I uploaded the podcast, I made a mistake in the spelling of the the title of the podcast or in the grammar, and I changed it immediately in my podcast upload app thing, and it changed, except it didn't change in Google Podcasts or wherever else it was supposed to change. It never changed there. Google, uh, in its wisdom, doesn't change this for some reason. It's an RSS feed, and it's supposed to change immediately, but it doesn't because Google, uh, because Google, and so that was a failure last week. I was thinking, how, what a, what a, what a dumb failure, and it was a total fail. So years ago, that would have got me down, but it's like, okay, whatever, I'll just move on to the next one, and they'll change it eventually, or they won't. Uh, Who cares? I've lost so much respect for Google over the last, I guess, 10 years that I really, I used to worry, I used to like them when they first uh, uh, started up, when they were in the don't be evil phase, I really liked them, but that's all changed now, since they're just an advertising agency. Anyway, so if the podcast title on Google is wrong, it's their fault. It's not my fault. How's that? failure last week what what other failures did i have okay the podcast title oh a big failure i've been working on this turntable we wait uh this turntable platter weight design for i guess probably six months and i've put a lot of brain into it a lot of creative thinking i've made a lot of test products to try out i've done research i've done all this shit and it all came down to the final product that I thought, okay, this is going to be our product. This is what it looks like. Here's a master model. And I gave it to our goldsmith, our master goldsmith to cast. And it didn't cast properly. It just blew out because it's so big, right? And now that's not his failure. That's the failure of physics. That's the failure of of the, what we're trying to do. That's the failure of my design. My design is too heavy. These turntable platter weights are too heavy to be cast in traditional goldsmithing um, a lost wax a lost wax casting setups that's the failure it's it's my design so i had a i i had that fail and that was huge because i put 6 months of work into it and hoped the first test cast would work out perfectly as it was supposed to do but it didn't because it's it's my design isn't right for that casting method. So I have to figure out another casting method to make these pieces because they're so huge. They won't 
they won't uh, work in a setup meant for casting rings and bracelets and ear studs and that little small pieces. These things are massive, right? And they, the the machinery is not set up to, is not really designed to cast precious metal objects that big. It's essentially an ingot, right? But it's a shaped ingot. And my shape, the shape I've made it is a difficult shape to cast, right? Uh, of course, I make things harder. I ensure the failure is going to happen, I think, or I make, I, I really push it to the edge. And for most times, this works amazingly well because we create these terrific products that no one's ever seen before. But uh, there can be failures, and this was a failure. And I was like, fuck. For a moment, I was, I was disappointed, but then no, no. Immediately, I I leapt into how can we make this work? Let's figure out a way to make this work. I don't want to bring the weight down of the piece because that's the goal. Like I could make the the turntable platter weight less, weigh less, and it would cast properly. But no, it's supposed to be a turntable platter weight. It's supposed to be heavy, so we have to figure out a way to cast it whether that's making a custom graphite mold to do it, to cast it in, a casting mold, which is ridiculously expensive, or um, figuring out some other way to do it. We're going to do it. Or I'm going to do it. Um, or give up trying. How's that? Um, uh, anyway, I haven't put the turntable platter weight thing to bed. We're still trying to figure out a way to cast it. The other idea might be to cast it in in several pieces and assemble them after so we can do that but i want a continuous like one solid hunk an ingot right that's what i want for this for this piece that's the effect i want it to have it's a shaped ingot that is functional it's like turntable jewelry now if you don't understand anything i'm talking about go back and listen to the previous episodes and then you'll know where i'm going with this but anyway that was a failure so that was another one what's another failure I had last week. I had some big ones last week. They were just crazy. Oh, one of the weed plants that I planted, um, turns out it, it isn't, like in Canada, we can plant four plants, right? We're allowed to do this. It's the law. So I, um, I one of the four seeds that I sprouted, it was supposed to be a 16-foot tall plant, but no. Instead, it's only, it's below the height of my knee, and it's already flowering. Now, it was supposed to flower in September, but it's flowering now. And this thing is like the, like almost the height of my ankle, right? The one next to it is is eight foot tall already. So I'm thinking, this is definitely the wrong seed. So that was a seed fail. And anyway, I'm gonna, I have no idea what it is. I'm going to call it ankle biter. So this variety is called ankle biter. But the the idea of this this franken seed, this fail, the seed fail, uh, the plant looks kind of interesting because in spite of its small stature, it has nice thick leaves, which will be good for casting and making jewelry out of. So I'm going to be hacking it to pieces to make jewelry. Um, that's not anger. That's just the truth. Anyway, back to failure. So that was another fail. Um, what else did we fail at? Oh, God, there's so much stuff I failed at. I've already forgotten, which is the thing about failure. You forget about the failures, but you remember the successes. So you forget about the failures. And quickly, too. Look, it was only last week. And, and these failures occurred. 
and I've already forgotten about some of them. So that's a good sign. Oh yeah, the um, I I don't have my exercise regime. I don't I don't have a peloton. I mow my lawn. My lawn is such a nightmare to mow that that it's a physical. It's an endurance workout, actually, to mow the lawn. Anyway, I was mowing in this ditch area and with a push mower, a gas-powered push mower, and the wheels fell off the mower. They just, like, rusted off the body of the mower and just kind of fell onto the ground with this thing still running. So I had to like, shut it off, drag it back to the workshop and figure out a way to fix that. So that was lawnmower fail. Oh, and then my pitch to the Canadian Jewelers Association. Let's let's do a reach out. Let's reach out to the Juno Awards people. Let's reach out to other associations to to grow the Canadian Jewelers Association membership to to get our get get Canadian products on and more more exposure. And at first they were all for it, and then uh, they asked a few more questions. They were still all for it, and then they decided against it. But they told me that this is the pitch I had for them. I was like, okay, let me, let me, I'll initialize this. I'll get the communication started with these organizations, and then uh, whatever, you guys can take it over. And this is, you know, it's not going to be expensive. But they declined, and, and I figured at the beginning they, they might because associations like this get set in their ways and they do what they do. To do anything different at all is unusual for an association. They they and which is the reason why they have such a hard time growing membership because they don't want to try anything else, right? To grow a membership. So anyway, they declined and they said, Thanks for suggesting it. And if somebody from the Juno Awards calls us, we'll tell them what Canadian jewelers to they can get their products from. Well, uh, you know what? I think the likelihood of somebody from the Juno Awards calling the Canadian Jewelers Association just out of the blue is is zero. So well, let's not worry about that too much. So that was another fail, but that's okay. I mean, I I I thought it might fail before I even started. So. It, it was an exercise in, okay, maybe we can do this and let's benefit everybody. But no, no, I, I get ideas like this all the time and I try and make some of them work and a lot of them fail. Some of them work, but not many, a few work. I have a lot of failure, a lot. So that that was just the failures from last week. Like all these uh, these uh, optimization podcasts, the Tech Bro podcast. Oh, you have to do this, and success is all, everything. No, no, failure is everything. Success isn't everything. Failure is everything. You learn from your mistakes. I do, and a lot of times I find that just the journey of, you know, for example, the Juno, the the Canadian Jewelers Association thing that my, I pitched them. My pitch to them was, okay, let's grow the membership. Let's let's get jewelry on the Juno Awards, some of the stars on the Juno Awards. And then so that, that they said no to that. So immediately I started thinking about, okay, should I start my own trade association then? Like, this is how I think, right? I'm like, um, nothing stops me. I, they can put, people can put walls up in front of me and I'll climb over, dig under them. You know, I'll take bricks out to go through or I'll just kind of, I'll figure out another wall to smash my head into. Like, 
this is how I am as a person. And when I was a young, when I was a boy, or even a young man, failure used to take me out. Like it, even the smallest, the slightest, smallest failure, which shut me down for sometimes, I felt like years. Like if I had a girlfriend, for example, if a relationship broke up, I would be traumatized. The failure of that was affected me so deeply when I was a young man. I, I remember the first girlfriend, I, I was shut down after that for like at least a year. I was paralyzed with failure. Just, I just felt like a failure for a, a full year. I was actually probably clinically depressed, but um, it, I thought I was just, you know, this was my fault, right? This was my failure to, to have a relationship. And uh, we did for a while, and then it ended. And I was like, oh, God, I'm such a failure. You see, the thing is, that was only the beginning. I, I was yet to fail at God knows how many other relationships after that one. But I had no idea at the time. So failure, I don't know. I, I think I look at it differently now. I, maybe it's age or 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 not. But something happened to me when when I started... I guess it was photography, maybe, that got me through failure. As a, as a photographer, and this is in the days of film, pre-digital pre photography, when, um, but the same with digital photography, too. Like, the way I used to shoot photos as a photographer is I'd shoot, like, four or five photos of the same thing, right? And one, i pick one of them. And one of them would be the one I would use in the magazine or, or in the ad or, or the one, th this would be the photograph I would show people, right? And the other ones would be failures. So I trained myself to accept a lot of failure in order to get a success that I was comfortable with. And notice I'm saying I was comfortable with, not other people were comfortable with. Now, you de you determine your own success or failure. You decide what it is. A failure to you might be success to someone else or vice versa. A success to you might be a total, like, what the fuck is this dude doing, right? I remember seeing a, a comic strip once. I don't even know who did it, but uh, there's a guy, a, a mansplaining, and he's saying, you know, it's not failure if nobody knows what you're doing. That's my case. Nobody knows what I'm doing, so how can I fail at it? But seriously, though, failure is good. I've learned that failure. A person who hasn't failed hasn't grown. I think a lot of the problem with the tech bros, the people who own Facebook, Twitter, and, you know, Blue Sky and all these other, all these tech bros... They've not failed. They have not failed. They've not failed at anything. They've failed upward, is the saying. That they kept making mistakes, yet succeeding. I've never failed upward. I've always failed downward. But these tech bros are failing upward. And, and they're making the world worse. And they've become incredibly wealthy and all that stuff. I mean... I look at that and I think that to me that's not inspirational. It's not like 
Failure is a huge thing. I've given it a lot of thought. I've stewed in it for years in failure. I've climbed out of it. I've learned from it. Failure is my friend. That's the way I think about failure now. When I, the, the, my pitch to the Canadian Jewelers Association, and that failed, something, should I start a, my own association? No, I'm too busy. I've got other stuff to do. I've got jewelry products, uh, designs I'm working on. Oh, I'm such a failure. And I love it. I love it. Failing is like sanding, you know? It's like you start with the coarser grains, you fail really big, you fail really coarsely, and then you start with the finer grains, you fail more subtly over time. I don't know now, I think, what, what, the lawnmower? No, I'm going to have to figure out a way to fix the lawnmower. I called, um, my, I called my lawnmower fixer, welder, repairing guy, and I sent him a text. I said, like, can I, what, quote me on putting a wheel, welding the wheel back onto the sucker. Because it's still good. I mean, it's a, it's a commercial grade lawnmower and maybe he can fix it. And then I looked, started looking at it and I'm thinking, okay, how, maybe if he doesn't return my call, which these days people are so busy, you know, even for good customers, no, how am I going to fix it? So I started looking at that and okay, maybe I can fix it by doing this or, you know, doing it myself. So that's what failure is. It's a learning opportunity to, to discover ways out of the failure. I think the failure is so important. You know, my trash bin next to my work, design workbench, when I'm making all these master models out of plastic and resin and all these like uh, plastic things and carving, making stuff out of Fimo, uh, this polymer clay. I have a waste, a huge waste basket next to my my benches and it just fills up so quickly with failure it goes all the pieces i don't like it thrown in there and then destroyed after right when the piece you're going to see on the instagram page or on our website to get it to that point took a lot of failure i mean the products we make are unique individual products at tribe they're the designs we make out of cannabis plants and cast in precious metals or mushrooms or whatever cast in precious metal. This stuff has not been done before. We are breaking new ground and there's going to be a lot of failure. A lot of failure. Failure is so important. So when I hear the tech bros are saying, oh, you know, failure, you know, no, no, success. You want the success, you know, take a cold water shower every morning or like eat um, these multivitamins and you'll be successful it's all a crock i mean you want to fail i can't remember one of them actually said fail often and frequently i don't remember which one it was but obviously never got any traction because people don't want to hear that they don't want to hear about failure they want to hear about success right they want to they want to climb out of their failure but i'm saying failure is the most important part failure is key Failure is absolutely the most important part to anything, to life, to relationships, to to living, and especially to jewelry design. Because you see, if you don't fail, if you're afraid to fail, you don't change. You don't do anything. You don't grow. You don't grow your membership. You don't grow your, your designs. You don't grow um, as a person. You don't... You, 
you don't grow. You just you just stay in this kind of terrarium of of non failure. I mean, you can be incredibly successful doing doing one thing or nothing even. But breaking out of that is hard sometimes. And me, I take failure as a as a reason to shift direction a little bit. But sometimes for artists, um, artists are so keyed emotionally to the work they do. And a lot of a lot of artists, especially male artists, are not they they don't feel emotionally connected to the work they do, but they are. So, like the, uh, men, God, men, we're, we we have this. A lot of times we have a distance from our emotions or the ability to connect with our emotions. And as artists, we're actually working a lot from our emotions. But if there's a, a disconnect between monitoring, monitoring or being aware of our emotions and the actual emotions themselves, which is the case in a lot of men, uh, the emotions come out in other areas like in health or, you know, the, the areas that might not be considered a mood they'll come out in health issues right so i think failure failure burns off a lot of that negative energy that 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 can otherwise build up and and bring down an artist the failure is important it's key so it's key to learning and key, key to, I guess the tech bros would call iteration. You know, you make it a little better, make it a little better, make it, but they never admit failure. I'm admitting failure. I'm, I'm going to stand up proudly for failure because failure really is what it's all about. Failure is weird when it comes to time. Like when you're failing, time slows down. It's like, when you're really close to a, a, a failure, say if it was yesterday or the day before, it's really loud. The failure seems really apparent, but as a few more days go by, it just diminishes and disappears, right? The, uh, all the, the agony around the failure, for me now anyway. But like I was saying, as a young man, a failure would take me out for months or years even sometimes. A big failure would take me out for a long time. And I, after a while, I, I managed to, to climb out of that because you really can't do anything if you're paralyzed with failure. You have to start, you have to start trying other things to, to just like move, move along. I mean, it's, it's easy for me to say this to you. And I, if you're mired in failure yourself, if you're saying, oh, fuck, you know, my relationship failed or my... You know, I my, my I lost my job, or I you know I'm a total failure. I mean, yeah, you are totally, but use it as an opportunity. Accept it first off. Accept it. Like okay, yeah, all right, I failed, or maybe it wasn't me failing. Maybe it was the the whole the environment failed, the circumstance failed, something failed. But that's okay. Let's let's use it as a learning experience and move on. Let's see if we can find another way to go ahead. And if if it's not at all possible, give up and do something else completely, right? Which I may have to do with my turntable platter weight idea. I these huge hunks of silver that I want to cast, they're they're like anywhere in the range from two hundred grams to seven hundred plus grams. These these are heavy things, right? 
and um, they're going to be an amazing product. I can just see this product on, I know who's going to buy it. I know why they would buy it. I know how to make, well, mostly how to make them. I know how to design them, <laughs> but to fabricate them is another thing. That that's That's the point of failure. So I have to figure out a way around that point and then we'll make it happen. And when I do, these products are going to be amazing. But maybe it, it will not be possible yet to do. So I'll have to accept the failure and try something else. So that's failure. What am I going to fail at today? Let's see. Um, no, I, I don't aim for failure, though. See, I, I don't aim for failure. I have a, a different relationship with failure. I have a successful relationship with failure. I know it more now. I guess it's age, maybe. I don't know. But even if you're a youngster, you're a young jeweler starting out, or a young artist starting out, expect to make a lot of mistakes. But that's where all your learning is going to come from. And that's where all your, your, your vibe is going to come from. Grayson Perry has this saying, mistakes is your style. Mistakes is your style. He's speaking about artists here. And he says that the, the mistakes that artists make in their painting or in their sculpture or whatever, it becomes known as their their trademark style. Is this is the the style that people grow to know and love, right? So it might be failure to you, but to other people it might be absolute success. You might get imbued with your the failure as seen by other people as success. So it's all it's all fluid, right? Fail often. Do. Go out. Seek it. Today, I'm going to fail at some laser stuff. I'll tell you what I'm doing today. I'm working on uh, some laser designs for bracelets and for pendants and stuff. And lasering is weird. Uh, these lasers are really, really strong and they're powerful. And they have... You think of it like uh, as a, it's like printing sort of, but it's not because you're using a light beam to burn away metal. And these, these beams are really, really powerful and they can just vaporize metal. So the trick is to control the, the power of the beam and, and then to guide it into designs to, to make these designs in metal or stone or, or hard materials is what our lasers work on. So I'm like, I'm trying these different ideas on pieces of scrap steel first. You don't want to be doing them on precious metal because you're going to make a hell of a mess, right? So I'm, I'm practicing on aluminum and brass and, and steel and stainless steel and trying different settings of this laser to make these designs in the metal. Now, the, the problem with lasers is, is that they affect different metals differently. So if, if, I, if I have set it at one thing and I work on stainless steel and it removes some, some metal and makes a nice design that I like, if I tried those same settings on a piece of aluminum, it might not do anything. It might not even show up. Like the design... It might not even etch into the metal at all. So each metal is different too. And alloys are different. And so I'm learning all the stuff. So I'm looking for failure today. I'm looking to, to, to see what doesn't work. And then 
I'll find some things that do work. And then I, I've got a book, like a black book of laser codes. And I'm writing down all these settings in this black book. It's like, okay, this, this does this on this material. This does this on this material. You know, the other thing with lasers is that you have passes. So you run the pattern once, you run the design once, and it goes over and it eats away so much metal. You can run it again and again, and you can run it endlessly if you want. And it'll take metal off each time or not, depending on what your settings are. So that's another variable. There's all these variables, and they have to be um, adjusted to produce what you want to produce. Now, some guys are have done all this work before, and they've this information is available as like settings you can download or whatever. But each laser is different too, pretty much. So that's settings for their machine. That's not your machine and and not the same metals like their steel was different than your steel, right? Where their brass might be slightly different alloy than your brass. So it, you have to try this shit out all yourself in order to to learn and to make good use of the tool which is what I'm doing. So I'm anticipating a lot of failure today. Maybe, hopefully, I'm going to get one good, clean design on metal that I can that I can write down in my book, and that way I can replicate it in the future. So that's how that works. That's the nitty-gritty of failure. That's like using failure to be successful on purpose, right? So don't be terrified about failure incorporate it into your life it's there anyway so you might as well right that's what i thought so that that's what i've done with failure i fail huge i fail often and i'm proud of it so fail go ahead do it anyway next week uh on the cannabis goldsmith i'm oh what am i doing oh yes i'm trying to cast flowers this 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 little ankle biter plant is flowering so I'm I'm snipping flowers off this poor plant will just be like a just like a stick by the time I'm finished but I'm I'm cutting off like little flowers and making models out of them I'm looking to make a belt buckle that is flowering in sterling silver like the face of it with a flowering cannabis plant that's live cast so I'm trying to figure that out. There's going to be more failure there too, but that's what I'm working on next week because I think this plant's not going to, this little ankle biter plant's not going to last too long and and I might as well make her immortal in silver. The Cannabis Goldsmith is produced by Tribe Communications, Inc. in the Thousand Islands area of Ontario, Canada. You can see what we do at tribe.ca. Send us an email Alex D at CannabisGoldsmith.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week on the Cannabis Goldsmith.